Liars be like. He said, you lazy son of a bitch. You need to go back where you came from. And then. I don't want to say he, he said, go back to your country or go back to where you came from. But he was making those types of references. I don't want to I don't want to say he said the thing that I said he did. You know, the thing that caused the Internet to melt. I don't want to say he said that. No, I don't want to say that anymore. But I also don't want to admit that I faked yet another hate crime. So my question is. If there's all of this hate out there, if there's all of these hateful Trump supporters, Trump supporters are so bigoted and awful, you'd think that there would be enough so that lunatics wouldn't have to keep faking the hate crimes. Erica Thomas. You know, I think the worst part about Erica Thomas is that she was in the wrong checkout aisle at the grocery store. Is there anything worse than someone who doesn't respect the express aisle? You know, what, what drives me nuts is people who think they're the most important person in the world, so they show up to the express aisle with a cart full of crap. You know, they've got the fruit, they've got the peppers, they've got the paper towels, they've got the magazines and the chips and the juice, when you're just trying to pop in and out for a protein bar and a Gatorade. And they're there. I actually can't believe that we have a whole episode based around a fight at the grocery store. You know, this is, this is what we used to make fun of the housewives for consuming their day with. Can you believe this woman wouldn't get out of my way at Whole Foods? But don't worry, we're going to make it fascinating. Anyway, our sponsor is Home Title Lock. How to protect your most valuable asset from the filthy, grubby paws of internet thieves. You probably get these annoying robocalls like I do. Like, who is this random number calling my phone? I've never heard of this person before. You know, you're probably just better off not answering unless you recognize the number. Because these could be scammers trying to steal your home's title. Here's the problem. Your home's title and mortgage records are online. And when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. Here's how they do it. They forge documents stating you sold your home, listing themselves as the new owner. And then they take out loans against your home and stick who with the payments? They stick you with the payments. So for pennies a day, Home Title Lock, it puts a barrier around your home's online title. If you're getting credit card or loan robocalls or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and protect your home's title by going to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. So we've got Ms. Erica Thomas up in the house. She's at the grocery store. She's at the grocery store public, Publix. And she's in the wrong aisle. She's got a cart full of crap. 15 items, she says. And that's, you know, that's being generous. She's in the express lane. 10 items is what's supposed to be in the express lane. Express lane's supposed to be for people who want to run in and out of the grocery store. Oh, I forgot a toothbrush. Oh, I need to grab a bottle of water. You know, it's not for mommy shopping with her kids. And yet here we've got Erica Thomas with her children and her grocery cart hogging up the lane. So like any person, homeboy gets mad. He sees this and he takes it up with Erica because that's allegedly what the manager of the store told him to do. There's no indication that his approach to Erica had anything to do with race or skin color or whatever. He's just mad she in the wrong lane. So he calls her nasty names, calls her nasty names, probably shouldn't have, right? But he lost his temper. 
Either way, doesn't sound racially motivated. And yet here is how Ms. Erica retold the situation. I'm at the grocery store and I'm in the 10 out, the out that says 10 items or less. Yes, I have 15 items, but I'm nine months pregnant and I can't stand up for long. And this white man comes this white man comes up to me and says, you lazy son of a bitch. He says, you lazy son of a bitch. You need to go back where you came from. Uh-huh. Sure. I mean, it's just, just not believable. Doesn't, doesn't pass the smell test. You know how hoaxes, they have, a, they have a certain smell to them. You can just smell them. You know hoaxes? The smell of hoaxes? So immediately... When she said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, go back to where you came from. I said, hoax alert, hoax alert, because how convenient, right? How convenient right after we had this big conversation about the racist Trump supporters saying, you need to go back to your country. Really, some random white guy comes up to this poor black woman with her kids and says, hey, go back to where you came from, woman. You know what he probably meant? He probably meant go back to the regular aisle. Go back to the aisle that you were in before that wasn't expressed. That's what he really meant. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding because there's no evidence he actually said go back to where you came from. You know, she was talking to reporters and he comes while she's talking to reporters and confronted her about it. I'm a liar about what? Everything that bad? happened. Do you feel bad? Be telling you to go back where you came from? Do you do you feel bad about yesterday? Did, did I say that? Did, yes, you why are you serious? So you didn't did say, I say what did you say to me then? Is it on video? What did you say to me? I called you a lazy B I T C A. Okay, that's, that's all you said. That's the worst thing I said. That's all you said to me. Yes. Okay, because that makes you look better because everybody's asking you now. That makes you look better to say that. I know what I it's said. It's okay. It's all the right. Oh, that's not, is that what you said? No, that's not what I said. Oh, okay. Well, then what you said still makes you look bad. No, you said he told you to go back to where you came from, and that's what has this all over the news. If he didn't say that, you don't have a news story, and you need to get out of our faces, Erica. And we should add that the man in question is a guy named Eric Sparks. He's actually a Cuban-American Democrat, and he would have no interest in repeating the racist words of Donald Trump. Doing it for political purposes, period. Like I said earlier, I'm a Democrat. I will vote Democrat the rest of my life, okay? So to call me what she wants to believe, for her political purposes, to make it black, white, brown, or whatever, is so untrue. Now this would be, would be, a he said, she said situation if, if she herself did not walk it back. Because, you know, reporters right now, the only line they're interested in is the go back to where you came from part. Because otherwise it's just a spat at the grocery store. The go back to where you came from is what makes it a news story. But interestingly, she started to play it down. She started to play down that line and even backtrack. Watch. What were his exact words as far as... Um go back to where you came from. He said those exact words. Well, like I said, I mean, like, I, I, I know what, I don't I know what he said. He said, go back, you know, those types of words. I don't want to say, he, he said, go back to your country or go back to where you came from, but he was making those types of references is what I remember. You just don't want to make that phrase. No, 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 definitely not. But I know it was go back because I know I told him go back. Because I know after he told me, I said, you go back. And I said, go, go, go. So. Wait, 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 wait. So she was the one who told him to go back. She said, go, go, go. 
she says. That's according to her. So is she the racist one? She told a Cuban-American man to go back to Cuba. Very racist of you, Erica. And then she gave another news conference. You know, pregnant woman. I find it very interesting that a woman who was so pregnant that she can't even wait in line at the grocery store, has to go to the express lane to cut everybody, she can somehow manage to stand out in the summer Georgia heat for long periods of time and give not one, but multiple mini press conferences, including the latest one in which we see her backtracking. After backtracking on her statement, Erica Thomas now says... I'm not backtracking on my statement. Brrr, come again? I mean, it feels, feels like she's very unsure about what he said to her. So maybe there will be tapes. Maybe we'll have eyewitnesses. But she doesn't know. She just knows how it made her feel. But her feelings are irrelevant when you've got these bombs being thrown, when you are throwing these heated accusations. You know, because right now, right now, the political narrative is that black people cannot walk down the streets without being told by some racist white Trump supporter to go back to your country. I'm a person who often gets told to go back to where I came from. When people say that to me, they usually don't mean Arizona, where I grew up. Um, Whereas a lot of my white friends don't get that. You often get told that. Really, dude? Often? You often get told to go back to where you came from? I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. I'm so, it might be true, but I don't buy it. Sorry. But because this is the point they are trying to sell. So it's a little convenient. It's the point they're trying to sell so much that this schmageggy went on another show to say the exact same thing. Same joke and all. As are the people who will occasionally tweet at me after I come off the air, telling me to go back to where I came from. They usually don't mean Arizona, right? They mean literally, something else. I get that. I, I literally get that in my Twitter feed. I'll get it occasionally walking down the street. Did you get that? When they tell him that, they don't mean Arizona. <laughs> not even funny, despite my laugh. I mean... Let's be honest, he does not get it walking down the street. No one is screaming at an innocent man just walking his dog down the street. Hey, you! Hey, buddy! Go back to where you came from! That's not happening on the streets, I can tell you that. In 2019, there's just no way. I do not believe him when he says it happens to him often. But aha, we found out that he means on Twitter. Well, that's very different. Twitter feed does not count. Twitter Twitter's not real life. The comment section, you know what goes on in the comment section on any website? I mean, I've gotten a lot worse in my Twitter feed than go back to your country. How about I'm going to stab you in the neck? It's a awful place, dark. That does not count as being told to go back to your country. So in real life, IRL, I'm willing to give him once, maybe. You know, maybe he pissed off the wrong guy. Maybe he acted up. And then someone screamed that at him, go back. I don't know. But this narrative that black people are being told this left and right in this country, and it is an epidemic that people are, black people can't go down the street without being told to go back to their country. It is nonsense. And yet that is how they are trying to portray it. We heard it on the playground. We heard it at work. We heard it at school. And let's be very clear. If an employer had said that, if a restaurant owner had said that, if a store clerk had said that, there would be lawsuits.
come on. You did not hear that at work. You did not hear go back to your country at work. Really? That someone at your, at your office said, hey, go back to your country. So then, okay, to follow your logic here with your line, were there lawsuits when you heard it at work? Because, I mean, you said, first you said we've heard it at work. And then in the very next sentence, you said if that happened, there would be lawsuits. So I assume you sued the person at work who told you to go back to your country. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I have a hard time believing that a guy is sitting at the Xerox machine just making copies, just minding his own business, maybe bump someone else, and that person is like, oh, just go back to your country, Richard. Go back. I don't buy it. Maybe that makes me an ass, but I don't buy it. I mean, that would be all over the news. Doesn't happen. It does not happen. I've never been told to go back to my country. It, it, you know, if it does happen, it certainly does not happen as often as these people want you to think. But this is the narrative. This is the narrative du jour. And so white people are eating it up and they buy it and then they repeat it. Um, they've heard those words on the schoolyard, behind their backs at work. Shut up, Stelter. You don't know Jack. And this isn't a new phenomenon, right? This whole making stuff up. No, it's not new. Jesse Smollett. You know, our friend Erica, she's shaping up to just be a more hormonal Jesse, right? Jason Riley has a book out, excellent book, Hate Crime Hoax, touches on the other examples. We've seen this time and time again. Gay pastor in Texas accused a Whole Foods store of selling him a cake with a slur written in icing. The store then produced video evidence that showed the pastor was lying. A white woman in Oregon disfigured her own face with acid and then claimed a black man had attacked her. Fake hate crime. Later, she admitted to fabricating the story, the entire story. After signs that read blacks only and whites only were found at bathroom entrances on the university at Buffalo campus in upstate New York, turns out a black graduate student confessed to posting them. So Riley goes through, goes through a whole list, a database of 346 hate crime allegations and found that less than a third Less than a third were genuine. A third. So is this really good for the country? No, of course not. It is awful for the country. I mean, if this country were such an awful, such a terrible place, why would all of these people need to make this stuff up? Because they're miserable. They're pathetic. They're awful individuals, and in order to justify their own unhappiness, they have to spin tails to put the blame on other people instead of putting it squarely on their shoulders where the blame actually belongs. And now we go out of the house to the road to 2020. Bernie Sanders. Whatever happened to that guy? Whatever happened to that joke? I mean, he used to be the thing. He used to be the future of the Democrat Party. He used to be it. And now... He's fighting for second place against Liz Pocahontas Warren. It's embarrassing. Bernie, just retire, dude. Spend some time at each of your lovely three homes. But no, he's still chasing that 2020, 2016 high. He's still chasing that clout. You know, now he's Mr. Fight for $15. $15 an hour for everybody. And it's an awful idea, obviously. A high minimum wage like that wrecks people's lives. Everybody knows that. A high minimum wage like that destroys businesses, puts the lights out, 
And he knows that because it is wrecking his campaign team. But like every other Democrat, it's do what I say, not what I do. It doesn't matter what the effect of your policy is, as long as the idea sounds good. But don't actually put it into effect on your own campaign. I mean, let's be honest. A $15 minimum wage doesn't even sound that good. You know, it's not McDonald's' fault that your career is flipping burgers. Sorry, but that is not worth $15 an hour. Want to know why? Because it's not supposed to be a career. It is supposed to be a low-skilled job that gets you the skills you need to earn more money. You know, my first job, my first job was not worth $15 an hour. My, my first job, hello, doctor's office. All right, please hold. Doctor's office, I'll transfer. That's all I did. But I'm grateful I had it. And I got paid less than $15 an hour for it because if some government official had gone to my first boss and said, uh, ma'am, you have to pay this man $15 an hour to answer the phone and bug you all day with questions, she would have said, hell no, I'll answer the phone myself. And in turn, I wouldn't have gotten the job. I would have been taken out of that job and therefore I would not have earned the experience needed to eventually get paid more money. So it would have hurt me. So you almost have to feel bad for Bernie's campaign team for not getting it at all because they are too stupid to see how they're just not going to win on this. You know, they see their guy flying all around the country on private jets, by the way. You know, Mr. Environmentalism flying around on private jets. He's preaching about $15 minimum wage, and yet they're busting their butts for less than that. How is that not hypocrisy? I don't understand. So, of course... They unionized like good little socialists, like the good little commies that they are. And of course, it's not going well. Basically, basically, so they get, they get sweet benefits, you know, they get the good health insurance and sick leave. But since they usually average much more than 40 hours a week, what happens is the pay comes out to more like 13 bucks an hour. I mean, you're asking me, that's still pretty good. But as a rule, as a ironclad rule, socialists, are never happy. And so they whined and they complained. We want our money, you greedy old man. And this, this is where it just gets truly beautiful. Bernie Sanders' campaign workers demanded $15 minimum wage, so he cut their hours to get them there. Nope, still not going to give the pay raises. Nope, instead, he took a samurai sword to their hours. And now we know that Bernie knows from first-hand experience, that a $15 minimum wage is dumb. A $15 minimum wage doesn't work out well for neither the employers nor the employees. But it doesn't matter because no matter how many times Democrats are faced with the shortcomings of their own regressive policies, they'll keep pushing for things that hurt the American worker because it sounds good. Pay only attention to our noble intentions and not the actual consequences of what we do. I mean, we see this a lot. We saw this recently in the House. The House just passed a minimum wage bill. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like they want to tank the economy. You should be worried that there are so many progressive, progressive socialist Democrats in office right now that would happily steer the ship into an iceberg. CBO predicting that the fight for $15 will result in the loss of 1.3 million jobs. Why would anyone want that? Is there ever a good time to be killing jobs? Uh, we, we don't need to lose jobs. 
uh, we don't have enough jobs now. Uh, there are more people looking for work than there are jobs available. That's how hot the economy is. This would depress the economy at a time of economic boom. We're not going to be doing that in the Senate. And yet, that's what the Democrats want. Folks, this is what is at stake in 2020. And if for some insane reason the Democrats are put back in control, you can kiss this economy, this booming economy, goodbye. If the Democrats get put back into power, it will usher America into the dark ages, into the stone ages. And it's going to be a blast, folks. It's going to be fun. People are going to be priced out of jobs so fast, it won't even matter if we've lost control. I say the southern border is the big problem. No, it will not. The border won't even matter if these people get put back into power because there's not even going to be a reason to stay here in the first place. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.